Father God, please take me out of the way and let your words come through my mouth so your children can hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if you're not familiar with a traditional Christian church, there are four readings on a given Sunday, and throughout the year there's a calendar of seasons so that through the year you get through basically the whole story of the Bible. And uh, we don't necessarily follow that closely here, but I followed it this week in preparing this sermon. And what is interesting about today is I learned that there's a season of Christmas and Advent and Lent that we all know about for Easter. Um, those are the two seasons that we hear about most. And the rest of the time is called the ordinary time. <laughs> Just to let you know how ordinary today is, today is the 24th Sunday after Pentecost. I'm not saying Pentecost is ordinary, but in terms of ordinary times, this is the 24th ordinary Sunday of this season. And so I was looking through that, and I found that, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot of meat in what I was going to find, but there's, there's a lot of protein still there for those of us who are looking for something during the ordinary time. It's not just about Christmas and Easter, though those are the foundations. There's still a lot to be learned from today. And there were two passages. I was trying to get down to one, and I couldn't, because if you read through the Bible, it's kind of like this. <laughs> it's woven, interwoven, and I couldn't separate those. And so the first story I'm going to tell you, the Bible story I'm going to tell you, is a parable. And, and sometimes we think the parables are nice and easy, but this one isn't one of the easy ones. It, we're talking about encouragement, but encouragement sometimes has to come after we learn the lesson. And so the, this story is about one of the three servants. The master's going on vacation. He pulls in three servants, and he gives them each according to their talents. Five bags of gold, two bags of gold, one bag of gold. And then he leaves. And that's basically it. He doesn't say, you've got to do this, this, or this. He doesn't tell them what to do. He leaves, and after a period of time that they didn't know how long it was going to be, he comes back. And the first servant says, hey, master, <laughs> you gave me five bags of gold, and I took it, I put it to work, and here's you five more. And the master says, well done, you good and faithful servant, come and share in your master's happiness. Same thing happens to the second guy, according to his service, he was given, uh, to, uh, to his abilities, he was given two bags of gold. He took it, he put it to work, and he, you know, got two more bags, and the master said, good and faithful servant, come and share in your, happy, your master's happiness. It's a wonderful story so far. Now I'm going to read the rest of the story from the Bible directly. Then the man who had, well, from my words that I copied from the Bible directly. <laughs> then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and I gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, it would have, it would have received my money back with interest. Okay, if you've read or heard anything about what the Bible talks about people who handle money, the bankers, and interest, so he's telling the wicked, lazy servant, he's below the banker, basically, <laughs> which is not the place you want to be, not the place you want to be at all, or at least not the place I would want to be. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags, for whoever has will be given more. 
and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's not very encouraging. <laughs> it's not very encouraging at all. But if you look at other places through the Bible, I mean, Jesus isn't not encouraging. He's just sometimes very blunt and direct. It's hard for a rich man to make it into heaven. That fig tree, when he was hungry, it didn't have fruit on it, and he cursed the fig tree. If you're not producing fruit for the kingdom, Jesus is real clear about the message there. This story still is how I became an accountant. I mean, just look at this. As a servant of God, if I can double his money, then maybe I get rich myself because I get everybody's money, right? <laughs> it's not the way it works. Not exactly. But this message is definitely about stewardship, about stewardship of the resources that God has assigned to us, entrusted to us to further his kingdom. We are his stewards here and now. And we've all been given different abilities, each according to what he's assigned to us. And so even though it's different for each of us, it's also very freeing because he hasn't told us how to do it. We have freedom to choose how we want to serve him and how we want to build his kingdom. But it's also got a lot of responsibility and accountability with that because in the end, we're the ones who have to actually take a step. I don't want to be the wicked, lazy servant, and I know no one here, I don't think, wants to be the wicked, lazy servant. The first person does his best. The second person does his best. The third person in, the, in this parable reacts in fear, maybe contempt. Have you ever worked in a workplace and you've met that employee? You know you all, you all have met one of the employees. Have you ever been that employee in some cases where you're just like, I can't do anything to please him, so I'm not even going to try? Have you ever had that relationship where you're feeling that way about God? This is just too much for me to deal with. We've all been there. Um, but imagine if all of us just took our gifts and put them under the tree. Imagine if none of us gave to, to run the church, to build the pharmacy, to build the gym, to meet people out in the community and, and help them know Christ. Imagine if Pastor Wilson took his gift of preaching and, put, and Pastor Matt took their gifts of preaching and put it under the tree. Sorry, I just saw you. <laughs> and they put it under the tree and said, I'm just going to keep this till you come back, God. I'm going to keep it safe from you. They would have completely missed their calling. And what we're called here and now to do is not to wait for him to come back and then proclaim the word. We're supposed to go and make disciples now of all nations and bring them to Christ. And why now? That brings us to the second reading. 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 11. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come upon them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You all are children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness, so then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. 
For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are asleep or awake, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just in fact, as you are doing. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We don't know when the end is coming. Some of us think it's going to be 2020 or 2021 based on the way it's been looking. Um, 2020 wasn't a great year for me besides the COVID and the election and all the other things. Uh, You may know my dad got sick in October of last year and he passed away in May. In the middle of that time, my mother broke her hip, my mother-in-law fell, broke her back and died. My aunt passed away from another traumatic event. Boom, boom, boom. I felt like the world was ending and it was like a thief in the night. But I had a choice. I could have succumbed to the despair because it was really, felt like some dark days. But I'm not a child of the darkness, I'm a child of the light. I made that decision when I confirmed Christ as my Lord and Savior. My salvation was procured for me years before I was born. And there was nothing I had to do except accept it. And I know that because it tells me that in the Bible. And you know what else it says in the Bible? It says that you all, y'all, all all y'all, are children, all of them, (laughs) whoever they may be, are children of the light. We're all children of God, and we just have to accept that. There's nothing we can do to earn it. There's nothing we've done to deserve it, but we have to just accept it and walk in that light. And that's putting on, I put on the helmet of the hope of salvation so that I didn't succumb to the darkness. No matter how difficult life can be, God remains steadfast, and it's us. We're the ones who come and go. But there's more to it than that. There's more to it. We can put on the helmet of the hope of salvation, and here's the wicked and lazy servant where he gets stuck. I'm done. I'm saved. (laughs) I'm done. But there's more to it. We're supposed to be working as trustees, expanding the kingdom. We're supposed to put on the breastplate of faith and love and share that with other people. How many of us this last year, and I'm not judging you because this part of the story comes from my experience. I'm just asking you the question. Um, How many of you spent time, more time on a given day watching the election results than praying? How many of you spent more time, uh, you know, putting out some hate messages instead of letting the the spirit fill you with love? How many of you spent time worried about COVID? I mean, this is what we can do. This is the battle. Stand, kneel. No, don't protest that way. Protest this way. You're doing it wrong. You should vote for so-and-so because if you don't vote for so-and-so and insert the name of your candidate here, you're not a Christian. It doesn't matter which side you're on. That's all the message that was out there. COVID's gonna kill us. COVID's a conspiracy. Mask, don't mask. I don't feel like the messages I've been seeing out there are leading with faith and hope and love. They're leading with hatred and fear, like that wicked servant, fear, worried about what's coming. And, and it's, a, it's a sad place for us to be, but we can do something about it. We can start today, not by saying what's wrong with everybody else. I'm telling you what's wrong with me. I've got to put on the helmet of the hope of salvation But I've also got to put on that breastplate of faith and love and share that with other people. We are all God's children. We are all children of the light. 
We are supposed to lift each other up and encourage each other so that more and more people can know God's kingdom and can know Jesus here and now. So right here, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirits of fear and hatred and despair and send them to the feet of Jesus. They have no power over us. We are children of the light. We are children of Christ. And I ask the Holy Spirit to arm us with the breastplate of love and faith and the helmet of the hope of salvation so that we can encourage each other and lift each other up and spread it to the world. For whoever has will be given in abundance. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.